Hi, this is Phone Boy, and thanks for listening to the Checkmates Go podcast, uh, Season 2, Episode 1. Uh, we're going to talk about HTTPS inspection best practices, and uh, we've got uh, two folks with us today. First, we have uh, Danny Schulman from our R&D team who uh, works on HTTPS inspection, uh, and uh, we also have Peter Elmer who uh, gave the recent tech talk on uh, on Checkmates uh, regarding this topic. So, um, this is not going to necessarily be a repeat, but it is going to be uh, a, a shorter, uh, more focused conversation conversation that's well-suitable for podcasts. So uh, so I first asked Danny the question, well, why do we need HTTPS inspection anyway? Why do we need to look inside of it? What, what does that even mean? HTTPS is an encrypted traffic, and uh, we see more and more traffic. Actually, the most of the traffic on the internet today is encrypted. If you will not decrypt this traffic, you will be exposed to uh, threats, that will just bypass to your network without any inspection of this traffic. Yeah, and I think I think I saw the stat, and this was years ago. I remember the stat. I remember it hit like fifty percent, right? Uh, and it's probably now like seventy or eighty percent or something. So, and what it means is is that if if you know the threats are hidden somewhere in the traffic, right, that it's encrypted, and you're not going to you might be able to see some stuff based on where it's going, but you're not going to necessarily see what kind of threat it is. And I think it's important to do that. So, so Peter, you, you're you're out there in the field. You see the you see the the, the challenges. What what are some of the mistakes that people make when they're implementing uh, HTTPS inspection? Yeah, most oftenly people don't look from end to end. So you need to observe from your client computer back to the application that you would like to use. And then if you are understanding the path of your application, then you can understand the HTTPS security policy. The HTTPS security policy is the first policy that is matching inside the gateway. And here you define if you want to inspect traffic or if you want to bypass it. Once you have decided to inspect the traffic or to bypass, then you control using the access control policy if you want to allow or not allow the application. And then you can apply the threat prevention policy to inspect for known attacks and for unknown attacks. So known attack prevention would be IPS and antivirus and unknown attack prevention would be the emulation of files in a sandbox environment and the extraction, so the removal of potential malicious elements in the traffic. I think when people turn this on, right, it's this is not one of those things that you can just turn on and it works, right? There's some there's some basic stuff you have to do to make sure that uh, you're successful when you turn it on. So uh, just at a high level, can you talk about uh, some of the basic stuff that you want to do when you're enabling this to make sure that you're successful, that you're um, that you're that we're that we're successful at, uh, at, at accomplishing it without uh, disrupting the user's uh, uh, experience too much? Yeah, certainly. You need to understand that the box is the middle box. So it sits in the middle between client and server. So on one side, we terminate the TLS connection from the client. And on the other side, we establish a new connection out to the application. So as we are creating a new connection, we are um, issuing a new certificate. And this certificate is signed by the security gateway itself. So you need to have the client computers trusting these certificates. And you do that by either having the security gateway being a sub-certificate authority of your enterprise CA or by distributing the root certificate that sits on the gateway to the clients. This is 
It sounds a little bit complex. Of course, it is not kind of trivial, but it's well documented in our administration guide. And if you go to the Checkmates community, you can find a webcast with some more detailed information about that. And what I've seen over the over the course of the years is that uh, you know is that certain sites need to be bypassed, and uh, because certain certain things don't like to have don't you know you can make the computer trust that the you know the particular certificate uh, or you know the certificate authority, but uh, there's some applications that maybe use a different certificate authority store. Firefox browser comes to mind, but there's there, there's a few other applications like that. There are the applications that that do certificate pinning, and certificate pinning makes it a little more challenging. So you might have to do some bypass of, of, of either certain applications or even certain sites. Danny, can you talk a little bit about some of the improvements that we've made in 8030 and 8040? Um, you know, what, what pain points have we improved in 8030 and will in 8040? It's true. Uh, there is a problem with the applications that are pinning. Uh, they may pin uh, the CA, they may pin the certificate, or may pin even the key. Uh, we cannot uh, inspect uh, applications that uh, cannot trust us. Uh, usually we, as uh, Peter says, said before, we are establishing the trust by inserting our certificate into the trust store. Uh, here, uh, we are tackling clients that just refuse to trust us. Therefore, uh, we should bypass these applications. Um, actually, we are tackling this issue in R80.40 and uh, we are. Uh, we will supply a new updatable object uh, that uh, will include a list of uh, such application, well-known applications that uh, will be <coughs> you. That administrator will be able to decide to bypass or drop them. I assume we're talking about things like Dropbox, and um, there's probably a few others, but the Dropbox is one of the examples. Yeah, Dropbox is one of them, but uh, Dropbox is a, some, a special case because we, do, we can, in some cases, inspect Dropbox because when you access through the browser, it will uh, take a look in the trust store and we will be able to inspect this. Uh, in some cases, uh, uh, the user will access the Dropbox throughout an uh, application where... Uh, we will not be able to inspect, but uh, most of the cases, I think, that uh, are some services uh, uh, where and uh, they are more we can uh, more safely to bypass them, where the user is not involved, like uh, some update services. Uh, we can say uh, look at Microsoft update services, Adobe update services, Java update services, and so on, uh, where the traffic less likely to be malicious. But we will separate these cases and add the description with the uh, descriptive recommendation regarding each of this. So one of the one of the big improvements that I know we now we talked about in eighty thirty was uh, around SNI, uh, which is basically. So can we can you talk a little bit about why we you know, first of all why we need SNI to begin with, um, and, and second of all, um, you know, so what are the improvements that we the made? SNI as itself is uh, an extension to TLS protocol, and uh, it allows. Uh, the server with one IP to host uh, several portals. Uh, so the browser will put the SNI in the client hello packet and will send it to the server. The server will be decide then which certificate will be introduced. 
we can use the SNI and the client hello to categorize our connection in the policy. The thing that we are solving here is that we are introducing in R80.30 beside the SNI is that we are making it secure. We are verifying that the SNI that was introduced to us is actually the one that you are getting into. We are actually making out-of-band connection to verify that we are getting a valid certificate this that will match this SNI. And just after verifying all these things, we'll uh, let the policy to decide if this connection should be inspected or bypassed or dropped according to the rule. One of the things that's important to mention about SNI is it's is it's right now it's in the clear. There's I know there's S, encrypted SNI and stuff that's going to be that's going to be uh, more prevalent in, in the near future. But uh, you know SNI itself is uh, is is unencrypted. It's part of the TLS handshake, and therefore you could actually inject all kinds of stuff. And, and you could say that you're connecting to a site that's that's okay, but then in reality you're connecting to a site that's not. And so you know we're 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 doing the check to make sure that yes, this is a valid. Site. It's important to mention that uh, this. Uh, the SNI that it sends is verified by us. Despite that it's clear, we still verify it and we can rely on this uh, SNI. That's why we take that extra step, right? Because we want to make sure that it is uh, that they're connecting to the site that they say they're connecting to, and it this also has implications for just even if you're even if you're not doing HTTPS inspection, it has implications for things like app control and URL filtering be, for the same reasons, right? So even if you're not decrypting the traffic, you still you know we still want to validate that the the SNI is correct because again, it could be totally spoo- it's spoofable and you know. How many of these uh, uh, enhancements are actually have any even been backported to to releases other than eighty thirty? I know we've talked about this, and we, I know some of the stuff's coming in eighty forty. What's the is anything being backported, or is that or should customers just upgrade to eighty thirty to leverage these features? Yeah, it's we we are recommending to update upgrade to R eighty dot thirty Jumbo hotfix. Uh, however, we do did bit backported uh, this DSNI feature to R80.20 Jumbo Hotfix uh, 118, starting from this Jumbo Hotfix. Yeah, but I think there's some other enhancements in 8030. For example, there's a there's an there's an improved uh, HTTPS parser, right? That in 8030 that you're not going to get in 8020 because that's a that's a bigger infrastructure change. Yeah, basically, it's a new streaming engine, uh, Damien. We have a new streaming engine in R80.30 that is uh, dramatically improving all the packet handling for the inspection engine. So that's why we uh, definitely recommend to go for R80.30. So the handling of the security gateway when holding traffic for inspecting it it is much better. And in addition, when you are using uh, functionality like threat extraction, and threat emulation, you really see the download progress in the web browser while the file is, is processed by the gateway. And this is a user experience that you cannot experience when you're running R8020. This is why you want to have R8030 combined with the uh, SSH uh, HTTPS inspection enhancements together with uh, the improved streaming engine. 
Absolutely. This, that, yeah, and it's, and then you know, then when with the stuff coming out with eighty forty, which uh, hopefully is coming out fairly soon, uh, that uh, we will uh, that, that so you'll have some additional capabilities as far as uh, yeah, the being able to do uh, you know making things that we can't inspect, um, you know, be able to bypass that uh, easier because that's I think that's what I usually see uh, at least in the community is that, is that there's that it works for the most part, but then there are some applications that just don't cooperate, and, and making bypass rules for those has been historically challenging with 8030 uh that's a lot easier now and and yeah you and and for the sni stuff to work uh that you actually have to have https inspection enabled even though you, you may decide not to use it but it, but for the sni verification stuff to work that has to be enabled and my my understanding is that limitation goes away in 8040 but uh that, that the that the sni validation would happen even without https inspection we have enabled. additional logs to monitor the tls traffic if you will upgrade you will be able to see your traffic in in your traffic in the smart log the tls alerts and the tls uh, events that will actually appear something that you were not able to see before it will uh, make much easier to monitor and see what happens inside your network and uh, of course will make uh, the deployment of https uh, inspections less painful just to wrap this up, so Peter, uh, Danny, what advice would you give folks as far as implementing HTTPS inspection in the environment? As far as, and what's the you know the sort of the least painful? I way think to that do it? Uh, starting from the using our new features, uh, I will recommend to first of all add the new updatable object that we will supply. Monitor the it sh- it should be easy. We uh, are trying to make it uh, as much easier as uh, it should be. After adding this uh, new updatable object with application that should be bypassed, you will be able, if you have some issues with specific pinned applications that you will have on the on your network, you will be able to monitor using the new logs, and uh, then just to add him add a, add this application specifically to some using some custom applications. Yeah, let me. Uh, at as experience from the field. So I was working with a couple of customers who upgraded to R80.30 and the improved accuracy, thanks to the SNI support, the improved accuracy of matching the HTTPS rule base made the implementation much easier than before. Because now, due to the SNI capabilities, we are able to match much better the HTTPS inspection policy and as a result, access control will match even more accurate as well. So the overall user experience has much improved in regards to older versions. Yeah, the other thing we should probably mention in 8040 that will that is moving the policy into a smart console as opposed to being a smart dashboard, which has a lot of implications, uh, adding API support, of course, uh, among them, that you'll be able to manage the policy a, a lot easier as well. Well, alrighty, that does it for this episode of the Checkmates Go podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can send it an email via checkmates at checkpoint.com. You can also uh, post on Checkmates, of course, uh, where we will share this episode. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.